0: If I could have redone a time in my life where I was in pain or I was sad, I would have just taken some time off. Asked, can I I just need some time to myself. And the other thing that I would have done on a positive note, which is also a negative, that I didn't do that and now I do now is celebrate wins. Work. Celebrate. Win. Celebrate. Work. Celebrate. Like that is a life. That is fun. Kayla, we are so happy to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I, 7 a.m. where I am. So you start off my day um,
1: nice and strong. 7 a.m. Everyone be very grateful that she accepted this. I was just telling her before the show that I probably would not have. That would have been a hard no on my end. Not a morning person. But Kayla us I... I'm such a fan of yours. I'm going to do a little rundown of all that you've accomplished to give everyone an intro if they don't know you, but then I'll let you tell me if I'm missing anything. You're a personal trainer, an author, an entrepreneur. You have over like 16 million Instagram followers. You've created this huge community of people who want to improve their lives and their health. And most notably, maybe for some, you are the founder of the Bikini Body Guides BBG, um, Then transformed into the Sweat app, which just casually sold for four hundred million dollars. And did I miss anything?
0: No, you're all good.
1: You're you're a mother on top of all of that. I'm the mother
0: of two sleepless children? But that's, <laughs> that's why I look like me. Actually, I was I was actually really okay on this. Great, i'm i'm quite happy no, with this you look
1: beautiful for everyone just listening and not watching you should watch because she's saying that she looks
0: like a mess and she does not look like a mess in any way I shape or form like you can't tell on this on the screen but if you are watching me I, I i just put a lot of sunscreen on because it is super sunny here today i was like oh my god i look so oily but it's fine it just looks like the perfect matte to me so and probably to everyone else
1: so um did I miss anything in your bio? When you're like at a party, people ask you, What do you do? Because they, for some reason, don't know. What do you tell them?
0: I always get elbowed by my friends at like events because people are like, Oh, they go around and I feel like everyone has such an amazing like intro to what they do. Like, they're, it feels like they've really like practiced it. Like, Oh, yes, I'm a surgeon and I work with this and that. And then they go to me, I'm like, I'm a personal trainer. And everyone just looks at me like, People who don't know me, they're like, oh okay and then my friend's like don't doing that and <laughs> I'm like what like why is literally what I am I can't be bothered but like then when people seriously like and then I've always got someone behind me that's like no you just tell them what you do I'm like I, I, I have this app sweat like I explain sweat and and I, I get like oh then I get like too proud I'm like oh my god and it does this and it does this and then <laughs> that's what I do I'm just I like to say personal trainer because I'm like okay well I am is
1: there a reason why you're so bashful about it? Like, does it still feel weird that you have this like wildly
0: successful company you created? Yeah, no, like, I, I just like, what am I meant to say? Like, I, I like literally be me for a second, like, be me, like, oh, what are you doing? Like, what's your, what's your, literally, what's your job title?
1: Yeah, I know, I get it. I get it. it it's like, hard. And I usually, yeah.
0: When you own a business, it's like you do literally everything. Like, I can't be like, oh, yeah, I like, I had marketing or like, oh, I had the social team because I don't. There's a social team, but it's like, I also had that. But it's like, oh, what does that mean? Oh, well, I got to go into all these different departments and then I got to explain all this stuff. I'm like, personal trainer right now just seems so easy for this conversation. And then I can leave. It's true.
1: It's the quickest way to just give a quick synopsis of it without having to get into the details because you do too much at this point. It it would be a long conversation.
0: Super interesting. And then hey, no one wants that. As soon as you say, oh, like, you know, develop a fitness app, they're like, oh, I'd love to develop a fitness app. And then you end up all night speaking the wow. person that wants to develop a fitness app and you don't get to meet anyone else. I'm like, you know what? I've already, I've already foreseen this whole night. I'm going to say personal trainer and I'm going to move on.
1: So it's actually not
0: a bashful thing. It's a
1: self-preservation thing to try and get out of the conversation as quickly as possible, which is fully sometimes. acceptable. Yeah. Thank you. Though that, that completely makes sense. Um well whatever you whatever your job role is, it's a lot of things, but the main one is clearly personal trainer. What led you to fitness? What has the journey been like for Kayla to build this fitness empire?
0: Again, like the story is not one of those stories that is like come from nothing, become something. It was literally just a progression of my life. So I was fit in school. I've tried to be the fittest one. Like I was always like trying to be. You know, like first in the hundred meter, first in the two hundred meter, first, like I used to like play against the boys. I used to be the boys' basketball team. Like I used to so I did that. And then after school, um, I did basketball coaching. And so I'd coach the younger kids, which is extremely frustrating, by the way. If you ever if you're a basketball coach, you just, once you played at like an elite level, then you could play you try and coach kids, you're like, oh god, this was I feel sorry for all my basketball. Um, and then as I was doing basketball coaching, in school, I was trying to get out of school. So as much as possible, because I didn't love school. So I was like, I'll do courses, which I don't think many people know this, but I did a beauty therapy course because I love like skin and like doing like, I wanted to make people feel good about themselves. So I was doing beauty therapy, like just throwing it once. I failed. T- I failed terribly at the nails because I would play basketball and then I'd go and do my beauty therapy course. And you know, when you like, I don't know if you've ever been to the gym and you try to do something like throw a needle, but like your hands are shaking. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this, this was not a good idea on my behalf, but as long as you got me out of school. And then, um, <laughs> I, I finished school, by the way, guys. Anyway, okay, um, and then I did a personal training course as well because I wanted, to, I did basketball coaching. I'm like, I love coaching. Like, I want to be a P, PE teacher, which is a physical education teacher when I'm older. Um, so I might as well do personal training to have that on my like CV, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I was doing uni. As well. So straight out of school, did university um to be a teacher. And then dropped out of university to do personal training. I told my parents, I was like, I'll be back. I'm just taking a year off. I just really like personal training right now.
1: And so the story goes. That's how I got into it. <laughs> and so then you go on to create these bikini body guides, these PDFs that everyone has come to know as BBG. You released them, I think I read, in like January of 2014. And 10 months later, they had over like a million downloads. People went crazy
0: over these. All right, let me tell you not a million. Let me tell you more than a million. And illegally, illegally more than a million. Because the world went crazy with these downloads. They did. They got the hold of them. And they didn't have a lock on them. This is a PDF. This was from a personal trainer of me. Adelaide, South Australia had no idea like that this was going to take off. So, like, I'm like, yeah, if you download the guide, I'll send you the guide. Not realize that you could send the guide to 50 other people. The world had these guides. Like, everybody had these guides. People would write in and be like, I got your guide for my friend. People would write in apologies and then pay for them because they love the guide so much. They're like, I feel so bad. I've had these guides that have changed my life and I never paid for them because my friend sent me it. Oh, my gosh. hilarious. And at the same time, like, this is great. Because I went around, it was like almost... And the price you pay for marketing nowadays, it was like almost free marketing because I would go into yeah. churches like, oh my God, a guy my friend said it to me. Like, they knew it was me. I was like, there was no way you downloaded that. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're absolutely
1: right. Probably in reality, three, four, five, who knows, ten times that amount of downloads truly happened because it spread like wildfire. What do you attribute, though, to that spread? Like, what do you think was so... I mean, like, I know having done it, why I loved it so much, and I'm sure other people have their opinions, but what do you feel was,
0: like, the main draw of that program? I don't think there'll be another program like it, just because it came from me, number one, and I was just, like, hell-bent on the world having, feeling like they had a family. So that was one thing. It was they, it, Nowadays, you call it like a community, but, uh, like, for me, it was, like, I just wanted people to feel like they had the same family that I had. So there was like this sense of family and this sense of connection. Women only, by the way, like I cut out half the market automatically because I only trained women. So it was like women who felt lost, who felt, and this could be like mothers that had like just had their first kid or, or multiple kids, people that were living in New York that were moving away from their family. These were people who were time poor, people that were busy, like people that wanted to feel strong, that wanted to feel motivated, that had been told that they couldn't do it before. Like th- so many people fit into this category of of BBG. Um, and this program just went crazy. Not only was it hard, but it brought people together and it was the most, it was so hard that when you got through it, you wanted to say, I did it. So then you did, you went online mm-hmm. and just, I did it. And then someone said, I want to do it with you. And it was this, the certain look of this page that was, in my opinion, in hindsight, very badly graphically designed, Um, but like at the time was revolutionary. <laughs> Like, no,
1: it was pretty- great. It was
0: simple. It was like, it was yeah, easy to understand. Um, it was kind of like, now that you look at the photos, you're like, you kind of had to look one of those exercises up. Like a lot of people were doing some of them wrong because they were just photos. Now that they're videos <laughs> in the sweat <laughs> app, But it was like, it was hard enough for your brain to work. And you printed it out and you go to the gym, you saw other people doing it and it just, no one else was doing it. It was just, that was the program to do. Yeah, The face behind it was like, I looked so genuinely and I was surprised and shocked that I was standing in the middle of New York City, London, and whatever. And there were people there watching me personal train them. Like I was freaking the hell out because I was like, I am nobody and you guys are cheering me. Like, what? This was insane. It's still insane to me. I'm so scared. I have a boot camp. What day is today? 14th, 19th. Freaking out still even after all this time yeah 100% freaking out <laughs> what makes you so nervous I don't know like it's like you don't want you, you want to give them I don't, you gotta you gotta kind of grow up with it it's like you want to give people the best experience you want people to have the best time like you want them to feel like they used to feel or like the same as they do like you want them to feel like yeah. they have a fan community and the bigger that you get the less seriously you're going to take that person because you're like they've got so many followers they don't care like a do yeah. care a care more.
1: Oh, I think it's probably like trying to live up to the expectation every
0: single time. Yeah, but not, and it's not a bad expectation, not pressure or anything. Like it's not, yeah, it's just wanting people to just feel good. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I, I, I understand that. I um, going back to BBG though, in our conversation at the beginning, and you t- you touched on it how it was. It It's a freaking hard workout, so hard. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the draw of it was this like satisfaction you got av- after. And more than that, I think it gave so many women this like belief in themselves of like, oh, I can like do a really hard thing and I can do it in 28 minutes. And I think like that's what just got people obsessed. Like it doesn't have to be this three, four hour long workout, you know? Yep, 100% was it just the wildest feeling to see this community of women feeling like so empowered to do such difficult things and like it transformed more than their
0: bodies, you know? Oh, it transformed their mind. Yeah, because the world tries to pin women against each other like constantly and like it was so nice for just that, you know, two-hour block that we were there at that big boot camp that you see women lining up together, you see women speaking to each other, you see women working out they want the other person next to them to do well. And then, after there's all these endorphins and everyone is happy and everyone is screaming, and it's like, this is what the world should be like. Yeah. And like, we just did it in like a two hour block of a boot camp. The workout was 30 minutes, but it's like that two hour block. It was like that feeling was like everyone is happy and on the same level right now. It was perfect.
1: Yeah. I think that's really what you did, though. You brought together women in a way that, made us feel so comfortable like rooting for each other
0: yeah
1: well an incredible program and your app clearly is just as incredible you <laughs> sold that app you're a businesswoman you're a mother you have two kids out of all these life experiences we love to ask on the show the point of the show do you have a best piece of advice you've ever gotten
0: yeah i have the best piece of advice. Up. you get a law but i'd start to this at everything that i do i remember this so i was in year 7 so i'm going to be 11 years old and my teacher i'm going to i'm going to sound old right now anyone listening going to sound old. my teacher's just talking to us about the new thing like the internet right she's like now we're going to speak about the internet she goes now i'm going to tell you this and this is remember this for the future she goes the internet is a place where where you write something you do something or you take a photo or you talk to someone else It will be there forever. So whenever you're doing anything on the internet, make sure that you imagine your grandparents standing behind you and would they be proud of what you're writing? And I was like, hmm, I'm 11 at the time. This has stuck to me till now. Everything that I do, everything that I post, everything that I say, I imagine my grandparents behind me. I'm like, would they be proud of that post? Would they be proud of that behavior? Yes or no? No, do not post it. Yes, post it. That is my best piece of advice when you are dealing with social media. That is
1: honestly a very profound piece of advice, and I think if most people lived by that, the internet would look a lot different. It would look really nice. How do you feel like you've used that in like your business standards and the way that you've conducted yourself on social media? This
0: is not a bu- this is like business. This is friendships. This is like anytime I send a text. This is just like everything I'm like I'm imagining two people that I love so much I love my parents as well but my grandparents scare me a little bit because they're just like oh but like I'm just imagining these people just by me and they are they're literally down the road <laughs> but at all times um and it's and it and it has really helped me that 100% with everything that I do because otherwise I would let I'm a bit sometimes I'm a bit of a hothead and I say what I think and I think that piece of advice has really helped me be like no
1: Is there a specific story where you remember, like, being about to do something, and you remember
0: that advice? This is Riley. question? these people like that write uneducated comments on my thing. Like back back in the day when we did transformation photos, it would be like someone would write, "Like I liked her better before." I'm like, "Well, sorry that you feel that way, but (laughs) better now."
1: No, I mean, I'm sure that happened frequently. I also know you've made a very concerted effort on your channels to be like a very wholesome fitness, like so fitness app, like space on social media. I feel like you have always strayed away from like over sexualization and been like very moral about everything.
0: And is that kind of where that advice came in as well? 100%. 100%. Like I honestly could think of nothing worse than trying to sexualize myself to sell a product and then it be in the newspaper and my grandpa has it. like the thought of that makes me or to just crawl in a ball and leave, I'm sinking into my chair guys like I just don't I just oh my God, no <laughs> no everything is everything is for my parents and for them. like I just want them to be proud of me.
1: I mean, it'd be terrible. But haven't you felt pressure a lot to lean into that side what? of social media? What? I mean, those no. are the things that get likes, and those are the things that
0: blow up. You know? No, I do not. I do not care for it because at the end of the day, when those things are not the things that get likes, what d- what people will turn to is trust. And look at you. You remember BBG because it was a program that you loved, that you could trust, that you knew that you got a great work at it. When all the fads go and all, at the end of the day, there is there'll be one person that they can trust that is the same, and they know that the philosophy is the same, the family situation is the same, everything is the same, and that's me. I want that to. I want to be the person in the fitness influencer space where I'm waving my hands around the air. If you're not watching this, that's not where. I, that's not where I sit. I sit in personal training. Uh, I take it very seriously. I feel very strong a uh, uh, responsibility to my community to be able to provide the Fitness content, which will motivate them to go to the gym. Me speaking with my butt, the camera with a microphone is not what will motivate my community to want to go to the gym. The fitness content that follows that, I'm sure will. But me at the start, I like to be front facing, speaking to them, open hand, saying, Hey guys, this is what we're going to do today at the gym. That's something that, that's someone that you can trust for a long time. Otherwise, it gets flooded with highly sexualized men and women, and it just looks like the fitness industry is trashed. I have so much respect for that.
1: I am also wondering, I think that the hardships in our lives teach us a lot. And even though some people's lives look perfect, no one has sadly been able to live a life without trials and turbulence. What is the biggest lesson that you've learned from... The most difficult, or one of the most difficult times of your life so far.
0: One of the things that I like, I would definitely recommend if you are going through a hard time, if you don't want to speak about it, because people's like, you know, you got to speak about it with people, you got to talk to people about these things. It's like sometimes I don't want to, but the worst thing that I did was try to mask my issues and my hard times with work. Like I didn't take enough time to have time for myself to process the situation to um recover from the situation i just was like okay it's done let's work let's 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 move on and it's like you create trauma that you never address because and then you associate your trauma with what you straight away moved yourself into which is work so then it's like work becomes feels traumatic for you but using it to cover something that's bad like i I don't that, and I know I'm not, I'm not a psychologist and no one's ever told me this before. Like, this is just what I, what I feel like happened. And then you start to not like what you're doing because you're like, no, it's, I'm trying to cover like that. And I'm trying to work. And it's just like, just if I could have redone a time in my life where I was in pain or I was sad, I would have just taken some time off, asked, can I, I just need some time to myself. And the other thing that I would have done on a positive note, which is also a negative that I didn't do that and now do now is celebrate wins. Don't try and go to the next, the worst thing that you can say to someone, like the worst piece of advice I've ever been given is like, Oh, you can sleep when you're dead, meaning work hard now and reap the rewards later. I'm just miming the F that, but like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, work, celebrate. Win, celebrate, work, celebrate. Like that is a life. That is fun. Like I do that now with Jay. And it is like, whenever we do, whenever I win at something, he's like, let's go to Melbourne. Like let's go to mm-hmm. Sydney. Let's go do something. And I didn't do that before. And it was just like, it just felt like such a drag. And every day we just work, 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 win, work, win, work. Like never celebrate, never stop. So yeah, my, my thing is stopping chill or stop and celebrate. I love
1: that. Do you, I mean, I understand the beginning of your career, of anyone's career, you like, and especially nowadays, you feel this like hustle culture, like you have to be working all the time to be productive. But how have you found ways to like speak to yourself when you feel yourself getting in that hamster wheel of like, I'm not doing enough, I'm not performing enough. And you're just like, no, I, I can have time to rest. I think this is super
0: hard. If you're listening to this, I think that a way to be able to be, be, either be proud of yourself or stop or, or stop and celebrate is to find something that grounds you, find something that you love and then go back and do that. So like for me, and I promise you, this is not some media response. It's my grandparents' house, right? They have no internet. They have no phones. They have really good net and really good coffee. <laughs> and chairs that sit in their driveway. And whenever I feel like I just need a second or I want someone to, like I want to be proud of myself, I leave, I leave my phone, which is here. I leave it in the car because this is attached to me. If it's not attached to me, I'm like, so I leave my phone in my <laughs> car. I walk into my grandparents' house, Greek music playing, chairs in the driveway, people there, cakes on the table, copies on the table, sit down and I celebrate. This is my happy place. This is my place where I've always gone, where I feel super happy i feel proud and i feel relaxed and i think that everyone needs to have their happy place now doesn't if you don't have grandparents one i feel so sorry for you and i'm sorry but there are other (laughs) things it could be like a restaurant a food place that you love a massage appointment that you love a person that you love like it's just something that you go to every single time that makes you feel this is my happy place
1: i think that's great advice i feel like people in particular who love us for like our realist rawest selves have a way of just reminding us of our worth when we kind of forget it. 100%. And maybe those are grandparents, maybe those are friends. Hopefully it's all of your relationships in your life, but certain relationships I think bring out the best in you more than others.
0: And certain areas of the world as well. Like sometimes it's not a person; it's it's a place. Like you go to like, For example, Italy or Greece or Bali or wherever is your place. And you're like, it doesn't feel like home, but it feels like my place that I need right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have a biggest
1: lesson that you've learned or biggest takeaway just from your whole experience as a personal trainer, as a businesswoman, like building this brand, what would you, if your younger self came to you and she was like, so how'd it go? Like, what did you learn from all this craziness? What would you say?
0: I would tell her that it's like, I would be like, this is, it's gonna It was so fun. Like, make sure that like you stick to your guns, you stick to your morals. Um, Don't try and go with like trends and fads, go with what is true to you, what you believe in. Family is important. Stop and celebrate, stop and rest when you need to. Um, Uh, and keep your closest friends close to you because they're the ones that know you i think that's what auto i would say those are really beautiful things to say yeah
1: that that actually encapsulates a lot of life's most important lessons i'd say um okay last last piece of advice you can give to all the listeners as someone who has dedicated her life to making women in particular feel like their best selves What is one piece of advice that you would give to women who are struggling with their body image?
0: This is gonna be this is a tough love one. Are you ready, guys? Yeah. No. Nobody is looking at you, and what I mean by that is, everyone is so hyper focused on themselves, as hyper focused as you are on yourself and all your blemishes and all your flaws and all your this and all your that. I guarantee, if you if you go up to someone, it's gonna be really hard. Like, say you don't like something. Let's say let's point out something ridiculous. Say you hate. Back in the day, people used to point to that underarm, right? To me, that like, I don't like this. Like, say you go up to someone and say, "I don't like this." They're literally going to look at you like you are crazy. They're going to be like, "What?" Like, people have real, real life, extreme problems, and they are—I promise you—not looking at your underarm, your thigh, your your stomach, your stomach skin, your pimples, anything. They're not looking at you. So, the best thing that you can do is remove the noise and the thought that people are looking at those things that you are so subconscious of and focus on adding good things in to your diet, to your life, to your fitness journey, and stop cutting things out and stop picking at things on your body. Just, I, I, I and, and so it's so hard. It's so hard to say this to people who are so hyper fixated on things like, for example, my friend is right now so hyper-fixated on her post-pregnancy belly skin. She's like, I can't. I'm like, I can't even see it. Like, I, I literally, like, there are people that have it way worse than you, dude. Like, I can't even see it. Um, So I guarantee you the people, the things that you are self-conscious about, people are not looking at. That is my best piece of advice. And the older you get, the, the younger you are listening to this, the less you understand, the older you get, the more you understand that some people listening to this be like duh Kayla you guys are over 30 like you guys are over 30 you're like yeah I know that
1: good so all the younger people know that they have age to look forward to because I think the more mature you get the less you care because you realize the less other people care
0: a hundred percent everyone's like the older you get the less that you care because the older you look I'm like no no my skin's great I feel great this is that's I've ever felt. I care less about what people think of me because I know that nobody's looking, and I'm Kayla yeah. at Saints. And i I'm Kayla Nobody's looking at me. Like they just want fitness content.
1: You heard it here first, folks. I I think that's a wonderful piece of advice, and I think if some people had learned that young, as they were younger, it would have helped them a lot growing up. So I think that was a great one piece of advice for women and you continue to inspire and i i thank you from my personal standpoint i for the program that really did like change my relationship with fitness and working out and i'm sure millions of other women thank you as well because your workouts truly change lives and they've united us as women and as people just trying to improve themselves so thank you so much Kayla thank you guys and last but not least, tell us where we can go to follow you and follow along with what you're doing and support you. We want
0: to know how we can keep up. Honestly, if you guys are looking for a great workout program, you can just download the Sweat app um, on the App Store or Google Play, and that will give you everything that you need. Otherwise, you can follow me, Kayla us on social media.
1: Wonderful. Kayla, thank you so much for joining us. To everyone who is listening and watching. Don't forget to subscribe to hear more of other people's best advice I've ever gotten. And thank you for tuning in to The Shift.